So last week we went slightly off, uh, off beaten track. Um, so just to return to the Shaila. Sorry? So we're in the middle of the, of the Shaila in Rabbi Zafrani, where we've been discussing Hilchas Geneva, there's a loch of Hilchas Barish, where we have a, a beam, where the Kumaras Machadish is a Takona. A person steals a beam and builds a house around it in order to make it possible. They'll come and do tshuva. The Gemara tells us, Chazamei the Takana, one of the Takanas that we've been going through, Chazamei the Takana, that instead he can pay you the value of the beam, he doesn't have to bring you the beam itself, and with that he's potter. And we ask the Shaila here, which is what this particular Shaila is going, going to go through, whether the same Malacha applies, this is not so Shriach, we don't have that many dignitary about people who steal building materials and then put them into buildings, although it could happen, but we don't have that many. But we we do have on occasion, Shailas Vasavas Gavul, where a neighbor has come along and he's built the, an extension, you know, slightly over into his neighbor's property or where the boundary line is. Not, not always intentionally, sometimes it's unclear exactly where the boundary line is. And we ask the Shaila, do we say this halacha, that because if you think about it, a person builds a whole extension number of floors, and now you turn around and tell them, ah, you're two inches into my garden, you've got to take it all down. You know, you know, are they going to do tshuva? Are they going to do it? Bechlal? So do you say that rather they can keep it there and pay you compensation? That was how far does this takonas chazal go? And, and one of the things which I think we find in these areas, it's not exactly the same. Go on. One, 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 one of the things which we find when we're dealing with these areas, I think, which I find when dealing with these areas is normally we're used to relying on at least the initial hashkaf rishena is what we think makes sense. Right? What we think makes sense, you know, in, in the approach, what, what is, what makes sense, what's, 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 yashistic, etc. in the and Chazal sometimes tell us slightly differently from how we would think it makes sense. Many of these takonas we wouldn't have come up with ourselves. Right? The very takona which we learned with last, before this takona, that the bigger the ganav, the more we're going to tell him, you know what, we're not allowed to be makabal back when you come to pay back, because otherwise, never you won't come to do tshuva. You know, where do you find Chos and Iska that Fakir? No, if only if you're a serial Ganav are we going to have Rachmanus to you. But if, if you're just, uh, you know, fly by night, Amol, then, then no, you've got to pay it back. So, so clearly, uh, how far the extent Chazal went, how far Chazal went to, 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 for these Takamas aren't necessarily what we would think of. So, Again, would we say that on a beam? Would we say if someone steals a beam that they, that they have to pay? Maybe we can hear that, because first of all, you have an attachment to that particular beam if they can replace it like, like, well, I'm saying they can't replace it. Okay, but, 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 again, first of all, let's assume you can buy another beam like this, right, which normally one would, normally one could. Again, with karka, it, 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 that piece of karka is irreplaceable. If I give you money, you can go and buy another piece of karka. It might not be next to this, etc. Right, so we said, this particular shadow, which we're going to go back into in a minute, is quite an extreme version. So, so in this particular shadow, I think everyone would understand what Allah will be. But I, I, I could definitely understand that when you have cases where people have built an inch or two into the neighbor's uh, you know, over the party line, a few floors, and for them, they're not, it's, it's not impacting whether they extend or don't extend, let's say in such a scenario, where it's not going to make the slightest difference to them, but it's them. The end of a garden, 
And you can have sometimes people build a long a granny flat, then the garden. It's a long, long garden, and it's gone a couple of inches into the neighbor's uh, garden. It wasn't intentional. They did it. They've already built everything now. To tell them to tear it down, it's going to wreck the whole thing. Might be a couple of floors. Unusual, but it could be. Whatever. Right? So, so there, but at some, whether you have that inch in your garden, don't have the inch in your garden, at the end of your garden, which you've never done anything with, it's not really malamored at all. And if they're going to pay you compensation... I don't know how you'd work a conversation would be very difficult, but if they're going to pay you compensation, obviously that's different shadow than here, where we're talking about a case where if they now build out four meters across or five meters across, you can't build another room. It's, that's a major deal. hundred percent. That's a different shadow. We're asking across the board because as, as we're going to see when we go through the Mercurius, I bought, printed this shadow because it brings two different parts to shadow, one which we're dealing with and one which we haven't yet touched on. So when we go through the shadow, then, then you see, we have to see those stodim not so much in this Shaila, like I say, this Shaila is an extreme, but whether they would apply in more grey areas where, you know, uh, l- let, me, let me put it to you. In such a Shaila where a person has built, you know, a fortune, spent a fortune of money extending, building something in the back of a garden, it's taking literally a couple of inches over the party line. In the back of a garden, there's plenty of room if they want to build a granny flat in what they've got in their garden, there's plenty of room. They're not going to build fence to fence that long. No one does that. It's not, you know, most people don't even build these things. But even if you want to, very rarely do you, are you going to build literally fence to fence. You can have a big garden. What would you say in such a scenario? Avada, there's two parts of Shaila. One part of Shaila is halachically what are their rights? Meaning, are the rights to say, give me back my land or are Chazal going to make a takon in such a case? And number two, and this is an interesting Shaila, what is the Yashastic thing to do? What's the fair thing to do? You know, sometimes you have a right, and then you have a machum to make a b'shara. Right? That, 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 that you could turn around sometimes and say, listen here, but Edsam, you're within your rights. But Edsam, you can't say the Losh and Midasdom, because Midasdom is literally Zenenev Zele Chose, and here you're Chose, you're losing. But now that they've taken it, and they're prepared to pay you compensation. No, not on the bottom dollar, because they're going to pay you compensation. Yeah, yeah, but you don't say Zelechos if someone's taking something from you. Zelechos is when someone's having benefiting from your Nechos in a way that doesn't in any way cause your loss. Like I say, something which is not going to impact on your rights to build or whatever. We're talking about literally the end of, and we've had in the interior, the end of the garden. Correct. That's, a very Correct. That's very common. And there also, it's not normally a question of impacting their ability to extend, because they can't extend. Correct. Correct. And, and, and again, there's some houses where you've got a double passageway, and there's some houses where you have a single passageway. Obviously, if you have a single passageway, and then you start encroaching, it's going to impact it. Yeah, plummy. But just to shake things up a bit, you can have a scenario where the person who's extending, isn't ext- who's bitten into your property, isn't necessarily coming from the side. They can come from behind. Right? Sometimes you have at the back of gardens where, you know, there's a fence, there was a fence, whatever, and, and now they, the people behind extends and they come a little bit in. In the holidays, you weren't there, whatever it was, they pop a nice new brown fence and you're not sure once the fence is up, have they gone over, not gone over? You know, it could be, it could happen for a while, you wouldn't even realize. You know, the whole fence fell down 
and, and uh, new people have bought the house and the builders are there working on it and they've replaced the old fence with a new fence you're going to realize if it's gone a few inches exactly on where the bottom depends what you have in your garden depends how big your garden is but it could easily happen that you wouldn't realize Bechlau until all of a sudden one day punct, you know, and there it's not impacting on the sale value of your property Bechlau it's not impacting on what you can do with your garden Bechlau because you're never going to build something over every square inch of your garden so you can as much football as you can play before you can play now you can fit your tramp what? you understand what I'm saying so But in Geneva, we don't apply laws of Hezek. Right, but, but here, you're talking about Yashas. If, if, if you're looking normally at what is lost in order to how much compensation you give, you might be looking at Nazikim, that would be... So, so let, let, let me throw the Shaila at you in an extreme. We, we once dealt with the Shaila in passing many years ago within Mazik, not within Gezel. But let's throw the sh- your shayla midin gezel. Right? There's two penny black stamps left in the world. I own both. And you steal one from me. Right? And destroy it. So now, the last penny black stamp in the world jumps in value 100%. So my net figures, my net loss, I, I, you know, I haven't lost in my accounts. When I do my accounts, I haven't lost anything. My accounts are worth exactly what they were before. Right? So, but within Geneva, you stole something from me which at the time is worth, I'm not even going to pretend I know what, what it would be worth, whatever it was worth, right? At the time you stole it, that's the value, Shasta Geneva, what you owe me. Subsequently, you, you destroyed it, so you can't give it back to me. You're now allowed to pick Shasta Gzela. But I don't have a net loss. Which would be a shy, even if you didn't steal it and you just destroyed it. But I'm just bringing out Hechaz Ganov, right? Hechaz Ganov, but Etzem, you have to pay for the Hezek that, you know, you stole the Chivitz, you owe the value of the Chivitz. If subsequently, because you stole it, they end up gaining somewhere else, that's not normally in a year. Where this shy comes up much more common than the Penny Black is insurance. Right? If, if you steal something from me, and this is the difference between Geneva and Mazik, right? By Mazik, if you're Mazik from me, and my insurance fully covers me. So we've discussed this many years ago, but we discussed this. Are you have to pay? Now let's, let's come up with an unusual scenario and say it's not going to affect my no claims, and it's not going to affect anything. For whatever reason, there are a few reasons how you could come up with why that should be. It's not going to claim anything, I can, and I can claim it, and, and, and Sean Mali saw. Are you chayav to pay? There's three areas of halacha where you can ask this shayla. There's mazik, there's geneva, and the most common. Sorry? Shayla, correct. Right? So this shayla comes up, if a person borrows your car, Right? And then something happens. And therefore they turn around and say, can you pay? And you say, but, but you haven't got insurance? You say, I have got insurance. What's going to do with you? <laughs> you borrowed my car. Show Chai Ba'insim. Even Ba'insim. Right? So, so can you please pay up? He said, ah, I assumed you had insurance. But when I lent it to you, I never said that, by the way, you know, first of all, you can have third party insurance. 
where, where it won't cover me for the damage to my car, it'll only cover the damage done to somebody else. So you're not necessarily entitled to assume a person's got fully comprehensive insurance, whatever it is. So th- that's where the shayla is the most darkistic, the most uh, uh, grey. Right? Because ba'etzim, the, what's the fundamental difference when dunning these shaylas between hilchas shomim on the one hand and hilchas geneva and mazik on the other hand? We, we, we spoke this out a number of times, but a number of years ago. What's the yisaydas difka nafkimina between a, a person paying mitam shema or a person paying mitam geneva or mazik? Right, and therefore, that, that's a chiluk. But what, what, does that, what, what does that cause? Imamish goes through your seeds, Anakuda. A shoma is, is a contract, right? A contract between two parties when there's been an agreement of terms. They're either terms that are discussed or they're terms that are implied. It's a contract. The contract can be verbal, doesn't have to be written. There's an agreement. There's a heskim. You can modify it. You can make either way conditions. It's an agreement. The reason why you have is because there was a heskim. Now the Torah can turn around and say, if you're a shame chinom, then you only have X. But if you're shame sacha, you have wine. If you're shale, kalan ashalai, you have Z. Fine, but that's all, but Torah's heskim. The marshal, where does this come out the most common? We always mention, I always say the same examples. Schiris Poelim, which is also a form of, of, of uh, undertaking between two parties. So if you hire a person, Minastam, you hire a lady, Minastam, she's entitled to take maternity leave. Maternity leave is not found no such thing. But Yechayev. Why? Because the Minastam, the Minig, in apart from the fact that's their human rights, but human rights can often create a Minig, is that's what they're entitled to when you hire them. So interestingly enough, if you would hire them and say, I'm prepared to hire you, but you're not entitled to maternity leave, legally it won't be chal, because you're master mashukhas for human rights, but halachically it would be chal. Halachically you wouldn't be chal, because the only reason you're chal is because the default position is that you're chal. If your master, both sides of their own free will agree that no, but you're not entitled to it, halachically it's chal. Again, you'll have to deal with the law, but in, in halacha you will be, you, you'll be possible. A ganav, sorry? If they both don't know which halacha, no, but it doesn't matter because men are stam when you hire someone in England. It's according to the minigamachim. Minigamachim is the person's entitled to maternity leave. So any time, default default minig in a place is the minig of that place. Always, if you want to say, if you want to stipulate otherwise, if you don't know the minig, that's your problem. Before you. If, if both parties agree that uh, let, let, let's slightly up it let's say both parties thought it was faket not they didn't have any dust either way they thought that, that both parties thought faket so if both parties agree that the understanding between the two parties was faket then, then fine Right, let's say, for example, both parties understood when you, when they, when, when they hired each, you know, when, when Reuben hired Shimon, that you're going, only get entitled to one week's redundancy. That's what they both thought, because they both come from a different country where that's what the law is. And that's what they both thought, and the Muslim in Bezin, that's what we thought, one week's redundancy. Maybe then, if that was the Heskin, 
between the party, then, then, and halachically that would be the case, even though the law might entitle them to more, but. Not when they had no das on the sugi. If they have no das on the sugi. They didn't discuss it themselves. If, if both parties thought this was the agreement between the two of us, even though with a Muslim we didn't speak it out, it's going to be hard to, to mechayev for more. No, then, then we'll go, which, and, and the law is which way? No, then goes the law. Because, because any time you want to make an assumption without checking, that's your problem. There's a default position here. If you want to make an assumption without checking, that's your problem. But if both of them are muskim, our understanding was, was, maybe, but, but, but if that's what they both thought they were signing up to, what, what they should be high more because the minig is more. The minig, oh no. I, I, I don't know. I'm not saying, uh, as a psak, I have to, I have to think about it. But for sure, if they speak about it, then Komash Shemasna, that's for sure. Right, so now that is by Schirus Poelim, and that is by Shomim. Geneva and Mazik are not high because of Heskim. There's normally been no discussion between the Mazik or the Ganef and the Nizal and, 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 and the Nizik. The reason why a Ganef and a, and a Mazik is high because is because the Torah says the Chayev. The Torah is Mechayev them. It's not because there's a Heskim. The Torah is Mechayev them. So whenever the Torah is Mechayev, it's completely different. It's not totally on your Das. Right? There's certain Chidushim uh, 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 when you come to Chayev, it's in Eish and you've got Tomun. You know, I didn't know it was there, but it was covered. Fine, you've got Xeris Akosov, whether you're Chayev, whether you're not Chayev, etc. But, but it's um, a Mazik time, because he did it. It's nothing to do with whether he realized the Chayev, didn't realize the Chayev, it could be Chayev, Machlux, even by Oynus, and a Mazik can be Chayev. For sure, by Pshia. He had no das at all. He didn't realize the person had, uh, lights a barbecue, and they're careless with it, and the Ish goes off and causes Hezek. There was no das, uh, that I'm prepared to Chayev, that I'm not prepared to Chayev. They weren't prepared to Chayev anything. He didn't think it was going to happen. But you're liable. The Torah makes you Chayev. So the Cholok B'Yisoyed, one is the question of intention, what was the, the agreement between the two parties, and one, what's the Torah make Right, so, so if you come to this Shaila, the bottom line, by a Shomer, Ulai, a person can turn around and say, that Minastam, when you hire a car, you're entitled to assume that there's a certain level of insurance. Now whether you're entitled to assume that there's insurance even for the car, or, or only third party, that, that we discuss, right? If, if, you're not to have the, uh, um, fully comprehensive, then I don't know if you're entitled to assume that. But let's say you've been in a country where the law is you have to have fully comprehensive. I think there's such a thing in the world, but Lomazar and Azazach. So it could be that it's understood that, that maybe if you suffer the excess I have to pay or whatever it is I have to pay, but I'm entitled to assume when I'm taking this on, I'm taking it on without the liability, you know, above what will be covered by the insurance. Ulai, that, that you can have a discussion about that. But by Mazik, and by Hez- uh, uh, and by Ganav, you're hired to pay because you didn't my Sezik. You didn't my Sezik, you're Mazikim. What's it got to do with you if because of that changes the circumstances, his bottom line accounts change, right? But so you didn't my Sezik on a Chayfet, you're hired to pay for the Hezik, which you're a Mazik. Now, we discussed this Shaila. Oh, now insurance is, 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 there's an added reason for that. In the case of the, the stamp, it, it, it's, it's more direct, right? It's not shut that someone else, the third party came and paid. Pshat is my net figure, I didn't have a hefzid. 
because you damaged this, you made that worth more. Before anyone did anything else. Alam akum, I haven't, I'm not worth a penny less than I was worth a minute ago. Okay, but if you say the object, the hezek is the object that's damaged, and the fact that you're paid by insurance is also irrelevant. I had a chayfetz, you damaged it. You're chayev. Now I have a windfall that insurance pays me. Unless you say that, no, the whole concept of insurance is that they are paying, I mean, technically speaking, you're not allowed to claim insurance if the mazik is paying in any case. Right? So, so there's, there's two parts to shayla. The part, number one, the shayla, if I have insurance, am I allowed to go after the mazik and make him pay and not claim on my insurance? Or part number two is if I've already claimed on my insurance, can I still go after Mazik halachically as far as the Mazik? No, as far as insurance, you can't. If you do it, then in fact... Correct, correct. I mean, halachically, as far as I understand, they have the rights to the Khefet, so to speak. I mean, that's by Stol, that's by Geneva, then by Mazik. It's shy, it's interesting. Right, so therefore what? If I've already claimed on insurance? I mean, you're right, normally insurance would ask you who did it, and they'll go after the, the mazik, so it's normally irrelevant, right, it's, it's sw- swing the roundabouts, yeah, but, but... I should pay you. Not, n- not, not if I didn't do it with intention. Uh, you know, that was your kavona bechlal. If somebody does something with no intention, he's doing it in order to make you, you gain in money and then he can charge you for it. If that wasn't his kavona bechlal, right? And because some, he, he did something that made it go up in value, he's not entitled to, to, to ask for it. You have to do it with kavona that I want to get paid for this and I want to make his estate worth more. I know if I cared, I'm a Russia who's a ganav or a mazik and because of some freak uh, set of events, he ends up gaining. I can now have the chutzpah of to turn around and say, you know, Karsa no, yeah. But, uh, I'll him. So, so, this, this Shaila, by Gunnar, for you're taking land. Sorry? Right. What's the Shaila? If he can give out the first one and what? And be part of No, I'm not. Oh, you're right. If he steals one, and now I'm only left with one, and the value of that one goes up to two, no. Holds one. It's the other way around. He burns one, and then he steals the other. So the time he steals it's worth 200,000 now, because that one's already gone. So then it'd be higher 200,000. It's not. Let's, let's, go back. let's have a look in the, in, in the true inside and see some of the different liquidity. Especially that Shavu Saveda angle is, is a very interesting one. So, Alev. Just go quickly to the beginning. We began, I think, a couple of weeks ago. But Aleph, lay also the karakats akonas hashavim, the truth is going in the Rajra. It says the, the, on the right hand side in page two of the bottom. Kasav ma'ana besiyasu b'cheshimishah b'shem rabbeinu yuruchim. Kasav masigvul boina kaisal b'shel chaveri. If a person breaches the border and ends up, uh, 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 taking some of the, builds the wall, in, over the boundary line in his friend's Rishus. So, Hichnis Me'akaka Uteh Shalom, he ends up therefore taking some of the Karaka into his own Rishus. Obana La'Kaisel Binyonim Gedolim. So, let's hack up the Shalom, he ends up building a whole number of floors on, on, on the person's land. Chayim Lista Akol, he's got to knock it all down. Shalom, also Tzakonos HaShavim Be'Karaka, Tinkos La'Gonim B'Chu Al-Kanashini. So, first of all, before we get into the time and the different angles on it, the Halacha. The Halacha is very clear. 
The halach is this takonas hashovim on wood or on building material does not apply to land. The land that you've taken, you've got to give back. He's entitled to ask for it back. Person went an Amma into their friend's uh, territory. His whole new house was leaning on this wall which was built an Amma into Yenna's property. And now, the owner of the Chotzer says, excuse me, you're in my property, take down everything that's in my property, and if that makes your house fall down, that's your problem. Or do we say, no, there's a Din Morish on the beam, that if Yenna steals a beam, I can't ask for the beam back, I have to just let him pay compensation. Maybe here as well, compensation. I like so here the uh, Zafrani just summarizes Hilchas Marish. Hainu, my dominion masisim begitin, which we saw. Al Marish agosel shebonu babir. If a person stole this beam and he built it into a big building, sheyitlas domov neitzakonos hashavim. Instead of your right to get back the beam, instead you you, you let him pay because of this takona. Pirush Rashi shematzomatzriyichu lekakea and birosde lehachsi Marish atzme. If you insist, he knocks it down and gives back the beam. Yimona melas is tshuva. He's not going to do tshuva. So this is the shaila. By land, the Raja was asked, do we apply tachonus morish by land or not? Tshuva. Le also tachonus hashavim rakman talkin al bekake le am mishayim kozeh eshaloi veyashchis es nachlosi. Says the Raja, why? Why don't we apply the same tachonah? The svara could be potentially the same. Says because no one's entitled to ask you to give up your nachla. You've got this piece of land. And I was entitled to tell you to give up your land just because Yenna is going to have a problem doing tshuva or because it's going to cause Yenna a big hefzit. Land is different. Now, from the Rajva, we don't know what would happen. Is this nachlose din in nachla veritz Yisrael? Is nachlose... What happens if I didn't yashin it? What happens if I just bought it? I've got a bunch of different properties I buy, I sell the whole time. Would you apply the same halacha? What is this? This is emotional time of yashis, is nachlose. I mean, I mean, you're going to be hard-pressed to find anyone in Eretz Yisrael that has land that goes back to their land, Machamas the Shevet, right? So, Pashas, we're not talking about to give up his rights to territorial land in Eretz Yisrael. He's not in Sheva Yehuda, and you're asking, well, oh, give up. You know, so, what exactly does Rashi mean? We have to see. Sorry? The beam. Yeah. We give it to because he, no, he stole Metalkin from him. The, the din is only when he steals Metalkin, now he puts it into Kakia, but he, we let him keep it. Because we're talking about what he stole from you. He, the Raj was saying, we only buy Tachonis Marish when he steals from you Metalkin. When he steals Kakia, you're not to say, I'll take the money and have to lose my Kakia. I don't have to lose my Kakia. Kakia, I'm entitled to want back. Right? Like I said to you, uh, a few weeks ago, there's something unique about a person's Kakia. And now I said about a person's own home is normally different than just a property he owns in the middle of nowhere. But at the bottom, Karaka, we, we're giving a special status. I know you've seen in, 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 in the, the Gemara, um, 16 years ago, 17 years ago, I'm sure many of you here remember it. And in the Gemara, we spoke about a case, a person, uh, a person, uh, uh, somebody else, and bought a piece of land that someone was chasing after, and he turned around and said, oh, you didn't know, you know, I, I, I was there, I was negotiating, I basically was going to get it, and he said, I didn't know. So he said to him, um, okay, uh, 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 um, you know, take, 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 take the land, you know, you take the land, he said, no, 
I, I, I don't to, to give up land when a person has bought a piece of land if you, if you sell it in those days if you sell land it's already like bad muzzle right he wanted to give it to him as a matana he said no I don't want to take it as a matana because saying matana is lechia so he said you know what I'll buy off he said I don't want to sell it if I start selling my land you bought land and you kept it if you sold it it looked like already you were going under it wasn't, wasn't a good a good vibe you know the whole Muslim you had dealt with karka you only sold karka when you were short on money otherwise you didn't sell karka in those days so the whole you know attachment to karka seemed to be a lot different from people who nowadays buy and sell and flip properties on, you know on a regular basis without I mean you can have people who buy property and sell it without ever having stepped foot in the property you know so, so again, that, that, that can all change. Hey, Ken Kosa, I'm going to Mitshuva. Zelishoni. Hechitese, Adatin, Benidin, Didon. How could you have a harmony to think in our case? Lemad, Mechaivinli, Lebal, Chilik, Zer, Little Domov. That the person who's had land taken away, he's got to say, no, no, you, I, I'm not entitled to my land, I just take the money. Tevim, Rechoko, Amosa. No way can you say such a thing. We've got no rights. Chazal did not feel entitled enough to turn around and tell a person you're forced to lose your land. Someone stole his land. No, we don't say that. Now again, Yossi, whether Metalkin is different because Metalkin is not special like land or whether what we're saying here, reading between the lines, is Metalkin can normally be replaced. Could be, it could be that's part of what he means. Metalkin, you got a beam, so uh, with the money I'll go and buy another beam. But this is my land, I've lost my land, right? Is that the Nakuda, or is it a Kuda Nakhla? It's unclear in the Rajah. Is it a Maile in Karka, or is it Chson in Metalkin? It's not so clear. The Kanyashle, why? Because they say the Kosav, the Dafke Matalkin Chashinon, Shemayalim Oisom. Lchein Mutsu Shishan to me Akira. Alkake Yashul Halim Oisom, Makakla also Takonas Hashovim. So they come up with a completely different reason. They say, you know why we make a Takona? It's Mamish turns the whole thing on its head. Why do you make a Takona by a beam? That if a person puts it, takes, steals your beam and puts it into his house, that he's entitled to give you back the money. Because Hazar said, Let, let's think this through. If he knows he's got to tear down the whole house to give you back the beam, he's not going to step forward. And if he doesn't step forward, you're never going to get your money because you don't know who's stolen your beam. You don't know where to find him. You don't know who it is. So it's in your great interest. Chazal looked at the nigzal and said, for him to ever get his money back, we've got to make it easy. There's like a clemency here. You know, sometimes they make a certain period, if by a certain time you've, you know... Uh, Amnesty, you come forward, you declare whatever, you're holding on trust, etc., etc. We won't charge you the penalties, but, but at least, you know. Here, Chazal decided, if we don't make it easy for this guy to at least pay the money, you're not getting back your beam, and you're not getting back the money. You're not getting anything. So it's in your interest. So if that's what it means, then the Loshan has changed. Because the Loshan was, Rashi, if you look on the second line down, Yimona Melasis Tshuva. Now we understood, what does it mean, Yimona Melasis Tshuva? means he won't do Tshuva. And we want him to do Tshuva. Remember this Gemara we learnt in the Sugya, where, where if we don't make it that the person who, who's all, everything he owns, he's stolen. If we don't make it that he can do Tshuva, uh, by saying you're not allowed to accept it, he won't do Tshuva. Now there, it definitely wasn't to the benefit of the Nigzal. 
Right? The Fakir, we're telling the Nigzal, you have to turn around, he's going to come and pay you the money, and say, I'm sorry, I'm not accepting it. The Nigzal doesn't gain by that. There's no way the Nigzal gains by that Takana. He can only lose by that Takana. But nevertheless, the Gemara says, yes, we want you, the Nigzal, to be Mavata, in order that the poor Gazan can do Tshuva. Right? And, and then you learn this, Halacha Takana's Morish, Pashas, you learn it's the same thing. What's Pshat? Now, Chazal wants to make it easier for him to do Tshuva. And the Maise, if he pays you the money, then you've received the same value of your loss. So he's put your loss right. You might not have received your beam, maskim, but for the greater good, as long as your net loss is covered, he's paid the damages, let him keep the beam, because otherwise it's going to be so hard for him to do tshuva. That's how we learn till now. But the way that they're learning is a different nekuda. This is a sakana to help the nigzal. If we don't make it that he's got clemency, that he can come in and pay the money and not have to bring the beam, he's not going to give you anything. Not the beam, not the money. You don't know who he is and you're going to lose out. So in your interest, go easy, be mavata on the beam, right? Pardon? No! It won't be my car, because you know where the car is. Yeah, yeah, so, okay, so, so I've, I've given you, uh, 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 you know, th- this example as sometimes how it can happen, but, but Edson, by and large, remember, it's about agricultural societies, etc. Everyone knew where their fields were, everyone knew where whatever. If he comes and he goes over your line, You'll know, you'll go and kick him out the next day. So I don't have to start worrying about Nigzal. He's not running off. It's not like I don't know who's got it. He's there. Exactly, he's there. I'll go to him. I'll call him to Bezdin. And I'll say, look where the party line is. I've got it marked down. He's taken some of my land. Take him out. So it's not shut that there's something special about Karaka. On the contrary, there's something that, uh, uh, um, anonymous about Matalklin that you can steal it and get away with it. So we've got to make it easier for the Nigzal. We've got to make certain Takonas. Right? But if we turn around, we don't need to make those takonos by Karka. There's nothing special about Karka. Fakir, Karka, we, we know he is, we'll get, we'll take him. So, so then the Loshan, <coughs> so the Loshan of, uh, uh, Rashi tonight is down. Yimonamelas is tshuva. It doesn't mean we're worried about his tshuva. He means he won't do the right thing and give it back. And you're gonna lose. But by Karka, we don't have that worry. Now, by the way, if that is the Nukuta, and obviously, by Karka, this halacha doesn't apply. Not here, not in Eretz Yisrael, not in Chutzlah, it's not anywhere. It's nothing to do with Nachla. It's nothing, you know, romantic about a person's property. It's technically, he can't walk off with it because it's here. Finished. End of. You know, so, so it's, it's completely different take, potentially. You haven't seen whether Nachla, Mamash, makes that Nachgimina. We don't know exactly what the Rajah means. But, Bakhavon, this is a different Nukuda. And he asked him, it's so keen. They shot the living, the Viraj or now. I shall cost a tam posher to Karka Shani, Shane Machaimis, Bala, the Mecho, the Hashkis, the Snachlossi. So he's asking, I don't know why they went on camera with a whole new swore. Why didn't they say the posher reason the Rajwa? That, that by Karka, we, we can't force the person to give up his land. Hilkoch in, this Hashwis, or Shuas, or Gazan, but they the Hashkis, the Snachlossi, and Nixel. So you see clearly, Queen Tirajwa, the, the, reason that we want to help the Gazan do tshuva isn't sufficient to warrant us forcing the Nigzal to give up his land. That's what the Rajwa says. You know, sometimes we'll go the extra mile for the Gazan to help him do tshuva, but not to this level that we make a person lose his land. We have no right to go there. So, so, so he's asking, that, that's a much easier reason. Once you've got that reason, why do you have to come up with this chiluk? I'm not sure. If you had a choice between two reasons, which one would find easier? Okay, if you say, if you learn the Gemara, 
the way that they seem to learn the Gemara, that the whole reason why we make the Tzakon is that the Nigzal will get something, then we only have to make that Tzakonah for the Nigzal if the Nigzal needs it. If the Nigzal doesn't need it because he knows where the Gazan is, so why bother with the Tzakonah? The Tzakonah goes against the norm. The norm is the Gazan has to pay. has to give back what he stole. When that's going to be counterproductive, we'll come up with something creative to help the Nigzal. But when we don't need the Tzakonah, why not stick to the original position? So it's, it's, you know, it, it depends where you're starting from. So two different ways to look at it. Fine. It gets interesting. Massive chiddush. The Mabit says, now again, this is a, a chicken egg question here. Where do you start? Do you start with Takana as default position? Or do you start as default position as a Gazan's got to give back what he stole? But we might make a Takana. What comes first? What, what's the default position? Is default position Takana or is default position Heshev Sagzeila Shegazal? Right? But sometimes we'll make a Takana. So here, the Mabit's turning around and saying, when is it that we're not going to make this Takana by Karka when the Gazan's in the wrong? He's a Gazan. He stole it. He knew what he was doing. We're not going to make a Takana. But if he didn't know what he was doing, it happened by mistake. You know, there was no no boundary line, or he was, okay, nowadays he's reading off the land registry, and he read it exactly like it was on the land registry. The land registry was wrong. And now he can prove the land registry was wrong. Then, he didn't do it intentionally, so of course we should have Takana Sashavim. Right? That's what Mabi is saying. Efsha, Efsha. Shigama goinim yoidu shiye by Takana Sashavim, shipaaze shibona mashashava karka, you compensate the value of the land you've taken, ki mashahichmiru, that which we are machmeh, Normally, not to make the takana by karka, whom they shaval alisasig vul reacha, because he's over on the isra deraisa taking yena's land. Now, Rabbi said it's peleploim. It's mabit. The mabit is saying that to to not make the takana sashom, just to show you how our default position and the you know the, the, the default position of the sugya is so different. Our default position is someone steals from you, they gotta give it back. That's the default position. That's bottom line. Now you wanna come along, Chazal wanna come along and say, certain circumstances we've gotta move from the default position. We've gotta get creative, we've gotta come up with taconas. Then we can decide, does it justify having a takana, does it not justify having a takana, etc, etc. Right? So, so how would we learn Minastam, you steal, you have to give it back. We don't care, it causes you loss, doesn't cause you loss, we're not interested. You steal, it's his, give it back. Comes along the kaira, the beam, and Chazal made a takona, which we have two different ways how to learn the point of the takona. Chazal made a takona. Either the takona was that in order to help the gunner do tshuva, we say, you know what, no, keep it, and just pay the compensation back. Option A. Option B is Fakhet. Takana for the Nigzal. Because since you don't know who stole your beam, 
and it's too hard for him to give back the beam because otherwise he's going to tear down his whole house. So if if we if we let it be known that you only have to pay back the value, it's more likely you'll come forward because otherwise you're not getting nothing, no beam, no money. Right? Two different ways. Come to Karka. What's Allah by Karka? So we can either turn around my Karka and say, Hezekhain, even though we're prepared to make a Takona in the first option, option A, that we were looking at to help the Ganav do Tshuva, there's limits. It's not a blank check. Here, the extent of you losing your Nachlo, says the Rajwa, no, that's too far. It's too far that we should allow the, 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 the Gazan to walk off with your land that we can't allow. Right? Or, the other way is Faket. We don't need the Takona. We don't need the Takona. We only need the Takona if, if, if otherwise the Nixel's not going to get paid. But by Karka, we don't need the Takona because we know where he is. We're going to take it back. Thank you, Chazal. I don't need your help. I'll, get, I'll call him to person. I'll take it away. Don't come up with funny Takonas. I don't need the Takona. Yes, sir. Now, if I ask you a question, this Takona, sorry, I wouldn't even use the Lashon Takona. This halacha that we just saw in the Mechabon in the Ramah, that by Karaka, if a person steals Karaka, he's not entitled to keep it and just pay you compensation. You're entitled to get the land back. Is that a Chumrah? Is that a Chumrah? We're being machmi on the Gazan? So either you'd say, like the second shot, he's a Gazan, he's got to give it back. When there's a Kaira, we make a Takona Lutovas Hanigzil. That you're gonna get paid back. This way you'll get paid back. It's not, we're not, it's not a question of being machre. And when we don't need the zakana, we don't need the zakana, so we stick to the original. Then the Russian chumma doesn't make sense at all. But according to the first pshat even, what's the first pshat? Normally we will make a zakana to help. We'll make a zakana to help the gazan do tshuva. But by karaka, it's too, it's too big a price. It's too big a price. It's not, it's not fair that the Nixel Shafter loses land. So we're not going to make that zakana. It's a chumma that we're punishing the gazan. Not punishing the gazan. The gazan always has to give back what he stole. When there's a, 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 a you know, it's sorry, it's, it's just exactly it, it, it doesn't. It's too much to ask to apply a kula here. But now, if I ask you a question, ooh, when is that? That's only when the gazan was a rosher. He knew what he was doing and he went in. But if he didn't know what he was doing, ask the mabit. Uh, can we be machmi on him so much? Because he went in like a chile and was over an issue of rice, we have to have, we don't have to have any rachmanus. We don't have to have rachmanus on him. We're saying that a person who does, no, I know, I think Pasha is what it means is when you're doing it, Lysasic Vodi is over both ways, just Peshegi. Can anyone, On the Kaira, you're saying. On the Kaira. So you're saying, if, if, if Geneva, Bumezid, right, Lechachila, you went in there and you exactly, you know, Geneva to order, right, we need a big beam, what size length, oh, I found the right building yard, right, then we don't turn around and say, no, we, 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 you know, we're not going to be machmi on him. No, sorry, because that's all the way around. It's all the way around. By Geneva, we have a Takona. Right? By Karaka, we don't have a takona. The Mabit is saying, but we only shouldn't have a takona if he did it on purpose. But if he did it by mistake, we shouldn't be so machmi. By, by a kaira, we're not machmi. Even when he does it on purpose, we're not machmi. Right? We let, we let him take a keep it. No, 
wine. We're saying here, we don't want to let him keep that wine, because since he's a Rav we don't want So we're saying it's a balance. So, so why shouldn't we do the same So we're saying, by Karka, there's a balance. Because also, we have to look at the Nigzal who's losing his land. But because of that, we're being machmi on the, on the Ganav, that you, you've got to give it back. Even though it's going to cost you much more than, than, it's, than, than what you've got to give back. You're going to have to tear down the whole building. L'chari, part of the Shaila is the fact that since, there's no, there's no, just to be clear here, however you learn, this Takana is fundamentally different than the Takana we learned beforehand. The Takana beforehand, the Nix is our pocket. He's our pocket. The guy's ripped him off everything he has, and we have to start crying for the gun of, because otherwise it's impossible for him to do tshuva, and, uh, and therefore the Nixel says, I'm sorry, I can't take it. He's our pocket. Here, he's not our pocket. Whatever happens, he's gonna get back. He's either gonna get back the chifez, or he's gonna get back the value of what's stolen. Right? So it's just a question of whether you're entitled to insist on the original item, or get the cash, cash prize equivalent. So to speak. I think it's important to bear that in mind in, in this takon. It's, it's fundamentally different. Yes, you're entitled as a bailim to say, no, I want my chifetz, I don't want the value. I want mine, I like my one. But, Chazal said, there's takonos. To be continued, the, the, the Mabit Pashtus does not work with chlal in the second Mahalach that we said. Where it's all about looking into the interests of the Nizah. We don't care about the Gazan. The Gazan, you have give it back. It's going to cost you money, that's your problem. Right? Now again, I, I, I can hear, if you want to rephrase it, if you want to turn around and say, in light of the fact that the Nigzal doesn't lose out in the grand scheme because he gets the cash equivalent, and the Gazan's going to lose out potentially massively, right? So if the Gazan didn't do it with Halal on purpose, should the fact that, you know, on the one hand, he's going to have to have a massive loss, much more than what he'd pay in compensation. That's, that's what we're talking about as our Shaila. Otherwise, no real Shaila here. Against the Nigzal not losing a penny. Right? It's a tough one. Yes, in principle, the Nigzal might be entitled to his rights. I don't want the money, I want the Khefetz. But we have to see. We're going to come up with the Takonas Hashabas Aveda, which I think I mentioned to you a couple of weeks ago. If I'm walking with my pot, of my, my uh, jug of wine, and you're walking with your jug of honey, and honey's worth more per liter than wine. And your jug of honey breaks, there's a chiyuv on me to pour out my wine, so that you can catch the honey in my jar, and then you'll have to pay me back the value of my wine. I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, the hassle, and I, I like my wine. There's a chiyuv of because since he, his loss is going to be so much more than mine, I have a chiyuv to bear a loss which he'll pay me back. I don't have to give back the honey till he pays me back. But he's going to pay me back. I'm going to have a chiyot to take cash instead of a chiyot rather than someone else lose a lot of money. Right? So, so this is the beginning of such a concept where if my bottom line hezek is going to be compensated and by doing so I can prevent someone else from carrying a big loss, there's a chiyot to be had. Now, whether that applies here or not, where someone's acted shalokadin, even if it's b'shogig, but shalokadin, right? That, that that remains to be seen. Shkoyach.